Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. That was a slow start where you could have interrupted, and I didn't even think that you were going to until I was done with the sentence. Yeah, no, I didn't. I thought, I mean, I think of interrupting every time, but it just depends. Yeah. If I, mean, I Sometimes I feel like I can feel you thinking I'm going to. No, if you wanted to throw me off guard or catch me off guard, that would have been the time. Right. Until I finished saying my name, I was like, that was a perfect opportunity. <laughs> But yeah, that's why I, I almost it was so I almost wanted to interrupt myself. But now your criteria has changed for when I may interrupt you. This is like game of rock paper scissors. Yeah, you're gonna throw. Where it's off. so simplified that yeah, yeah, you think you know there's very few choices. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite one in rock paper scissors? I probably go rock the most often. I probably go yeah, definitely rock. I'm a paper guy. Are you? Yeah. Paper is, uh... You know why? Because most people like rock. I think most people do like rock. So paper trumps rock. It's the only one that beats it. Yeah. But then, I feel like that is... Oh, you know, that's a thing you think. A lot of people go rock. So paper... So then scissors really is like the rogue pick. Yeah. But if you yeah, have, you know... I mean, it's a... I don't know. It's a hard one. I used to always beat... I used to always wonder why paper beat rock. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because I'm like a rock would just sit on a piece of paper and trap it. Like yeah, yeah. that's it. It's over. But then the rock m- beats everything, and uh, rock beats them all. Yeah. But then they go, oh, paper covers rock. I'm like, so what if it covers it? How, yeah, and how does it cover it with a twist tie? Yeah, like it, it sits on top of the paper, and the paper's like, ha ha, and then it like covers <laughs> yeah. the rock, and you're like, then what? Yeah, it's not like a sea urchin or a squid. Or yeah, a, it doesn't. Yeah. It's not like a like a box the rock goes in and it like yeah. traps it or something. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, I used to think that, and then I was like, well, it doesn't matter because this is a eight year old's game. Still and, a great game. Yeah, it still has like solved so many like bets yeah. <laughs> and issues among grownups. Like, no, dude, I want a burger. Well, I want fucking pizza. Yeah, rock paper scissor. Best out of three. It's yeah. best out of three. Anything other than best out of three, it's it's too chancy. I feel yeah, and it also defeats the purpose, sort of, because if you go, all right, best out of three, and then someone who doesn't like that they lost goes, all right, best out of five or seven, you're like, no, the whole point was this was supposed to solve it. Yeah. Now, now you're like not happy with that solving it, so you want to add more rock paper scissor, yeah, and then we'll be doing like a best out of twenty one, yeah, which I've done. No, yeah, it takes <laughs> a long time. <laughs> um, fuck. Now I just want to. No, I do a rock paper scissor. That's like the, that was the first video game. <laughs> yeah, it was. It definitely was. Um, but more on that in a second. Um, what were we gonna do? The intro. Oh yeah, that's that's what we're doing now. Um, I uh, want to thank any everybody, anybody, and everybody who has been coming out to shows in at Bridgetown. Uh, I met a few of you, uh, had some conversations. Thank you. Thank you again to the guy who offered to let me borrow his bike. I didn't take you up on that, um, but we met for a second. Um, I thank you again uh, to the people that came out in uh, Jacksonville. Uh, awesome shows. And then this week, uh, weekend, sorry, Raleigh, North Carolina, I'll be at Good Nights. Um, me and my Korean child, Bobby Lee. Um, that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 16th through 18th. Uh, Wednesday night is, uh, in Los Angeles is my new material night, but I'm not going to be there this week cause I'll be in a plane headed to Raleigh. So that show's still going to happen though. Um, my buddy JF Harris is going to host it. Lineup's good. Lori Kilmartin, uh, Josh Adam Myers, 
um, Billy Bonnell, Dan Cummins, um, and a couple other people. And um, it'll be a good show. It's uh, five bucks, a lot of good comics. And there's always like someone cool that drops in that's floating around the club. So you get to see a bunch of really cool guys doing brand new shit. Um, that's from 8 p.m. to 9.30. That's once a month at the Comedy Store. The next one will be either July 20th or 27th, lineup to be announced. Um, so yeah, that's that. And uh, so yeah, Raleigh, North Carolina, come out to those shows and let me know where to eat and get food and clothes and no, vintage, my favorite one, clothes in that fucking city. I imagine. It was the coolest store in the world and it's gone now. Um, and then July 10th, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing one night at the American Comedy Company in San Diego. Tickets are available online for that. NikkiSef.com for all that stuff. Um, and if you're new to this or, ha- or fast forward through intros and you have it on this one, get my new album. It came out May 27th. Uh, buy it on iTunes or stream it where music and comedy can be streamed. Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Amazon Music, all that stuff. Uh, get it. Comment on it. Leave reviews. You know, all that stuff. Be supportive. That's it. Thanks to everybody who got my album. Um, VFX. Yeah. Uh, thanks for rating it <laughs> yeah. and reviewing it via mail, postage mail. <laughs> no, there's a, there's a bulletin board in Glendale. Uh, okay. You have to drive to. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. have to drive to. A, there's a mailboxes, etc. in Glendale. Uh huh. That has it's the where you, where you, the fax machine is. There's and like index cards. You write on them. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Pin them to. When a you get board. the fax, you read it and yeah. then you rate and review it on an index card and you post it on the yeah. bulletin board at yeah. that mailboxes, et cetera, in Glendale. And it's only $5 a post. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. they just don't have a lot of space, so they charge. Yeah, faxing, since it's a dying art, it's gotten kind of pricey. Yeah, yeah. There's just not <laughs> a lot of them. But I appreciate it, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so dude I've actually been in I know this isn't about um, arcades but that is a place where you can go again in a weird way they're like reopening they're, they're all barcades but they're still places where you can go play fucking video games again it's so cool they're popping up all over the country and I'm playing all my old favorite games on these like upright machines. I feel like we were pretty lucky in that there was an arcade in our hometown. I don't think it was cause there weren't there wasn't one everywhere. There was one there was the one in Locker Center on Foothill. Yeah. Uh which was called Cone Factory at one point. Cone before Factory. before you, yeah. Before you were probably going there, it was called the Cone Factory because they had ice cream. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard that they And it smelled ice cream incredible in there I heard that they sold and then they changed it to Enterprise the Enterprise which yeah. is the fucking best name for an arcade yeah and then they fucking changed the name again to Pinball Plus yeah that was dumb and they had eight or nine pinball games and 40 video games you're yeah. like there's nothing pinball yeah. about this place so there was that one there was another arcade in Glendale on brand I used to go to that one too I don't know what it was called it was called uh hmm. There was a famous one, or not famous, but really cool, good one in Pasadena called the Pac-Man Arcade. I remember that one. That used to be, they used to have Street Fighter 2 tournaments there. Yeah, I remember that one. And other than that, I mean, my all-time favorite arcade, Disneyland Arcade. That thing was a fucking banger. When I would go to Disneyland as a kid, uh-huh. I, I would basically park it at the arcade. All day? Yeah, for a long, I mean, longer than you should when you're at Disneyland. Yeah. And because that arcade was like multiple floors, it was like so good. Also, Circus Circus 
in uh, oh Vegas. yeah at the bottom the ground yeah. circus uh, circus in the floor. in the 80s and 90s had Jeez. a magical arcade that was like the feeling that went through my body when i went into that place i was like are you this is this is real life yeah well who says vegas isn't for kids no that was like my only thought but i was like this is the only place i can go carnival games Dude. arcade like my parents used to just drop me off there yeah. and come back and get me hours later yeah and they're like drunk and either up or down a bunch it of was money. so and you didn't even great. notice they were gone that arcade was so good but yeah i think i mean it was a common thing to have an arcade in your city in your town i wonder i wonder how many there were yeah it was just like having like a a pizza parlor and there were a few arcade games that those or are like that a was bowling like a, alley or something yeah yeah and all those had like two three four games or whatever yeah. um it was like a con our arcades were common okay because that's like there, there was a time before there were video game consoles at home like that those didn't exist yeah so when you played like games you went and there was like the 80s into the early 90s was like the the heyday i think yeah. pinball was around obviously before that for like 20 years but but yeah when like tron and pac-man and galaga and all those things they started like making all these games it was like this huge like rush of video game production and then everyone was like racing to these arcades and then by the time like playstation happened i think yeah it, people were like, why am I going? And that was the beginning of the end. And mm-hmm. it was just like, why the fuck would I spend money <laughs> when I'm sitting at home like fucking yeah. endless credits? You pay for it once, I can play it fucking forever. Yeah. Uh, and then when like video games went open world and they just never ended, it was like, good luck getting anyone in an arcade. Yeah. For a while, they were just making like more interactive games. Like that Dance Dance Revolution one. Yeah. Like ones where you, like more racing games that yeah. looked way better, but it was just, just it was already over. By what then. was the motorcycle one that started that? I don't remember. Where you were like rode a motorcycle. They had it at, at, the, at, uh, the, at the Enterprise. I don't remember, but I think that came after Cruising USA and all those ones. Yeah, it did for ones. sure. Spy Hunter. Yeah. Spy Hunter was cruising. the shit. Cru- Do they have now uh, Cruising Exotica where you play like, no, maybe it's not exotic. It's cruising something else where you play like different worlds where you're yeah. driving through like Mars and like all these places. I played it the other day at uh, in Portland and I was like, this is the fucking best. I'm like, they're still making some of those, which yeah. is pretty cool. So you get like a combination of really retro old school and then like some of the newer, cooler ones that are out, which are good. But, um, but yeah, those are popping up all over because people our ages are like, adults with money and we're like I'll go into a retro wormhole for like fucking three hours sign me the fuck and then you could drink beer and eat good food You're also like, yeah. the technology is so much cheaper now right I, I would imagine that in the 80s just like making the game be a game was so the just the the nuts and bolts and wires and all that shit were so but now because now for, I remember for a while they had those like you could buy a controller that you plugged into your TV mm-hmm. and it had like every 80s game because now with you know they can just fit so much computer technology into a small space that the amount of memory you don't need like a big thing inside of like a big machine to have a video game well no the trick with those barcades the reason they're good is they're old original games yeah those ones are yeah 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 they're like the the old school that's why it's so cool to see some of them because you're like this thing is in amazing condition yeah for the amount of teenagers that would get pissed and hit screens and kick it and like try and break into it. Like some of them are like, are, ow, are like in insanely good condition. But 
So yeah, those are those are fucking opening up everywhere. There's one called uh, 82 that's in downtown. Been to it for your birthday. Yeah, and then there's another one, newer one in Echo Park, that's like a more of a, a bar restaurant. It's all indoors, and then there's like video games kind of all over. But it's like they serve uh, some kind of Asian fusion food. Right. But that's a really good one too. They have a mm-hmm. lot of good games. Um, the name escapes me, but it's in it's in Echo Park. But every, not every city, but the big cities have them. New York's got one called Two Bits. Ground Control, obviously, in Portland. Um, Attaball in Seattle. Um, God, there's so many headquarters in Chicago. Insert Coins in Minneapolis. I think the name. names are all just like Great things name. that you do on a, yeah. <laughs> on a Kung Fu Saloon. Dude, Kung Fu, great game. Not on my list, but great game. Uh, one up in Denver. I was gonna say you should call one one up. Obviously, yeah. Oh, there's actually one in Pasadena that I went to. It's like in Old Town, uh, not on the main street, but like off one of the north south ones. And what you do there is you pay by the hour, and it's unlimited play. Whoa! So whatever, ten bucks an hour, and you can just fucking play every single Whoa. game. Which kind of makes sense now because who's gonna be that good at games as an adult? If you're just going yeah. to like get a retro kick you know yeah. you're gonna fucking lose every seven minutes at a game so you get to play a bunch of shit to be fair at your birthday party i posted up at the street fighter 2 machine and didn't have to leave for quite a while yeah yeah that's the best Absolutely. dude at, in fucking bridgetown we got a free play day at ground control mm-hmm. and it's a two-story huge arcade with everything so from like one to four it was just the performers you can go in and play all day and then there's a bar in there and you can just food, they serve food. So it's just this fucking building full of comedians just talking shit on everything. There was one guy named Derek something, I can't remember, from New York, who was playing some version of Street Fighter that was on a giant flat screen and with the controllers. And he was talking so much shit, <laughs> nobody could beat him. And he was talking so much, like such confident shit talking. And I was like, dude. This guy is like, when he gets beat, it's going to be, everyone's going to go, fuck you. But he just didn't lose. And he yeah. was impressive. He's like, oh, 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 sh- watch this. And he would just do this amazing combo and just beat. And people were just getting mad. It's like, someone beat him already. And they'd send other comics over yeah. and they would try. And he would just taking every one of them down, was wearing sunglasses <laughs> indoors and just fucking talking shit, sitting on like on top of a, a couch, like 10 feet away from the screen, just in the, up against the wall, just throwing shit talk and just beating everybody. It was so much fun. It just reminded me of being a kid because I would do that on like Puzzle Fighter, um, which was like a weird... I want to play that again. But you drop gems sort of like Tetris uh-huh. and you get certain color combos and then they drop on the other side. But you're okay. using li- mini versions of Street Fighter characters Ooh. that just represent who you are. But it is a block game. Yeah. And the Korean kids were, were all really, really good at it until I got really good at it. And I was just fucking beating the shit <laughs> out of all. So it would be me on player one and then literally a line yeah. of these Korean kids that were all, ju- and I would just start talking shit and talking shit and talk, and I wouldn't lose. I wouldn't lose. And then one of them wanted to fight me and his girlfriend and to like pull him off. He's like, it's not worth it. He's like, oh, the fucking does is talk shit. And I'm like, and I keep winning, dude. And he got so mad. <laughs> Oh, those were the days. I did beat an Asian dude at your birthday party, and the look of confusion and disgust on his face was yeah. like, wait a minute. He was this like, this is not how this works. And I was like, it's how it yeah. works right now, bro. 
And, he, and then he went, I dishonored my family yeah. and then just put a samurai sword in his own stomach. I mean, my friend <laughs> Tron Vo in high school. That's not his real name. That's his real name? What? Tron Vo uh, was hands down the best Street Fighter player in all of... He would win the tournaments in La Crescenta at the Enterprise. And yeah. then he would... Oh, no, no. Not there. There was that place on Foothill that had pizza... Shakey's. Nope. It was it was next to the liquor store by the Shell station by Osh, and they Wait. had like he had, I think he had pizza and he tried to have like a small arcade, and like he had a couple of Street Fighters in there. It used oh. to be a video store. It was a video store. I remember that place. And he at yeah. one point it was on Foothill by Rosemont, and then he moved it yeah, over yeah. more. Yeah, I remember that. And place. He would have the tournaments, and Tron would win every time. That's funny. He once beat a guy with one hand playing uh, Ken. He just used his right hand and his pinky for the jab button yeah. and kicked this guy's ass. Dude, I fucking was laying down the law playing Jesus Trejo uh-huh. at, at <laughs> NFL Blitz. I mean, I was just like, dude, here's what's going to happen now. Like, as I'm, like, I'm like, I just, am I am I too good at this game? It was the best. I just asked Neil what, so much shit. I asked Neil, what, I say I never played sports games. Ever. Like, I asked Neil, like, what were your favorite games? He was like, Tecmo. I was like, oh, I never, I never yeah. played any of these. Ever. I love the sports ones. I don't know why I never played them. Yeah, they're they're. I don't know why they're they were so fun. Like Madden was good. That was like a realistic one. Yeah, Madden's but, a masterpiece. Yeah, Matt or I'm sorry, Blit, NFL Blitz and NBA Jam were like cartoonish versions. Okay, I played NBA Jams. That was NBA Jam shit. was fun. All those know. weird codes, getting a big head, like that yeah. shit was full so court good. dunks. We catch uh, fire. He's on fire. Just NBA, draining. Threes. That was a truly great video game yeah nfl blitz was just the football version of that uh, okay. it's so much fun they have the arcade one where there's four players i think nba jam had the arcade one where it was four as well uh-huh. so you could play four player nfl blitz and i would just that was that was a really fun game to talk shit at right that's where i developed a lot of my shit talking skills right. was in the arcades because yeah. i was so good at video games that i would I would just I would just say the fucking most irritating shit and either people would storm off or just scream at me and want to fight me and I'm just laughing and winning the entire time. Oh, nothing was better. One of the great I mean the guy's by himself, but he's playing Madden and he's narrating him winning and it's like Greg, he's like Greg Jennings he put the team on his back though oh, on a broken leg and it, it like look if you look it up on YouTube no kidding it's been watched like 70 million times that's narrating your own victory yeah. is so funny it's so good this dude, like doing the commentary yeah this oh, dude is great so funny um I got my, the first game I ever truly loved would have been it would have I mean all the first games I ever played <laughs> were at um at the Enterprise yeah the place was the absolute shit and then you had like you got the home version or something at one point or? I mean the Star Wars game at the Enterprise was so great to the me. one where you're like shooting. yeah you have like these two handles where you use both hands yeah, yeah and it's like you're flying a tie fighter yeah and you you fly through space shooting basically at first you shoot like um uh uh like what are they called fuck the the re- the, the the rebel um no you're in a tie fighter but 
but they're in the, the, the ones that are shaped like an H. <laughs> I know. I can't remember their names now either. And I just played that game too at, at, at Ground Control. Okay. They had both. They had the Star Wars and the Empire Strikes Back one, and I played them just back to back. They're not called like... I forget what they're called, but you fight those dudes for a while. That's the first thing. Um, and it's very simple. They're just like... Everything's just like white outlines like the first asteroids. Shit. Yeah. Which, by the way, first asteroids is a masterpiece it's so simple you just shoot rocks and then turn them into smaller rocks and it is magical but so the star wars one you, you fight the 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 um what was the name of the thing you fought? what are you in it doesn't does it tell you well you're in a tie fighter no no you're not flying the tie fighter you're f- shooting TIE Fighters. Oh, then the TIE... The, you're an X-Wing. Yeah, you're... you're flying yeah, an X-Wing. Yeah, TIE That's Fighters... What, are TIE the, Fighters are the bad dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are flying an X-Wing. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Red 5 standing by. That's what it says. Right, and right, then, right. Yeah, and you get... And then you... You go through the thing, you, sh- you shoot the TIE Fighters first, and then you shoot these blocks off of these pillars, yeah. and then you make your way into the Death Star, and then you, you, you and then go you through die up and down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe so you, hard. Unless you rule at it, and you right, go up right. and down through the thing, and you shoot blocks, <laughs> and then you shoot the thing, and you blow up the Death Star, and it is incredibly satisfying. Yeah. It's a perfect game. It's fun as shit. Yeah. I, the ba- I think there's basically two levels. <laughs> I think that's it. That's the whole game. Right. I don't think I ever beat the second level the first time. I usually had to put in a quarter to blow up the Death Star. But the fact that there was a Star Wars game was like the first time I was like, wait, like the movie? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That one was great. At Disneyland, though, they had a star... Eventually, later on, there was a Star Wars game where you could have a lightsaber fight with somebody. And that shit was incredible. Yeah, you had a lightsaber fight with Darth Vader. It was insane. Insane. But yeah, most of my quarters would go to... And not a lot of people played the Star Wars game when at the Enterprise. I think maybe people didn't like it. So I could always get on that really? game and play. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, this would have been the mid-80s. It wasn't like the movie just came out or anything. Uh, but when they did the second one... No, though that was... I didn't. They didn't have that one at the Enterprise. They had that one no. at Disneyland. Yeah, that wasn't at Enterprise when I started going there. The Star, the Star Wars, Wars one, because they had all the old ones like in a, a yeah. little, their own area. They took it out eventually, and I was pretty bummed. But they left Asteroids, so I would just play Asteroids instead. Because you got to remember, at that time, the Street Fighter Two machine there was only one, and fuck, was it crowded? You had to wait. Oh and yeah, wait the lines and wait. And the thing was, like, until they started releasing a million versions of that, Street Fighter. well, they eventually got a second one, and that was sort of a big deal. Yeah. But again, I was waiting in line to have Tron kick my ass, and it's, right. so it wasn't that interesting. Like, I just wanted to play, but that game fucking ruled. Yeah. Yeah, but Star Wars, the Star Wars game was my, the first game I ever bugged out on. That was most of my quarters would go to that. I don't know if I should do the, my, the first game, the first video game I played, or like my favorites. I mean, that is, that is one of my favorites. I think the f- one of my, well, I guess one of my favorites is, um, and I don't know which one, to be honest with you, but because when each one came out, it was my favorite. Yeah. But the Mortal Kombat franchise is like, minus, if, minus the first one, because that one, like, I can't go back and play, but I can always go back and play two. It was and Mortal onward. Kombat two that really that was the one where you were like, big. "Oh, this is a game changer." Yeah, no pun intended, you know. But it was like, it was amazing. I couldn't play Mortal Kombat well because I had played so much Street Fighter 
yeah. that the joystick thing was so different to me. Yeah. It wasn't like funk. Street Fighter is all circles. It's right. all just, all the moves are basically circles unless you're playing Guile, but most of it's just like these little half circles and whatever. Yeah. And Mortal Kombat, for some reason, I couldn't make sense of it. It was always back forward. Yeah, it's back yeah. forth, and I so there I, was some quarter circle like back and a button, but and man, then you would, I sucked at it, and it was a bummer because that game was cool, and yeah. like the finishing moves were the best thing ever. Yeah, the, the finishing move thing, I was like, this is the coolest, yeah, thing in a video game ever, and like yeah. trying to figure them out. There was no resource back then; you just had to fucking guess stuff. Yeah. Which is insane how people figured out finishing moves. They're like, how, where are you starting? What kind of guesswork are you doing? Well, I wondered. There were those magazines. Game Pro. Yeah, but they didn't put them out for yeah. like a while. There were people that knew like a finishing move for like most people before the... Because I would wait for those. I'm like, when is fucking Game Whatever going to put out a list of all the shit? And when they would, I was like, oh, thank God. And I would like go... I would go to like Vons or wherever they sold magazines yeah. and just fucking write down... <laughs> Because I couldn't afford it. Like, those magazines yeah. were like 3 or $4. I'm like, yeah. I don't have $4 for a magazine. It was like, that was just like throwing money away. Yeah. That you just didn't even have. So I would go in there and like, what were my favorite characters? Either write them down or just memorize them on the spot. I would sit there and look at Sub-Zero's finishing move. I'd be like, back forward, down forward, left, right, A, B. Back forward, down forward, left. And then I would leave and then... Wouldn't he freeze them and then they'd break into pieces? Yeah, one of them was he'd freeze them and then uppercut you and you'd explode into like chunks of yeah. ice. Yeah. Who would rip the your spine out of your body? That was Scorpion. That was a good one. He would just go grab your head and tear it out and then hold it over. Yeah, and then hold it. Yeah. yeah. They just looked so cool and they were just so bloody and violent. Yeah. It was I when I first started playing that I was like I don't ever want to not play this game. Yeah. Like I'm going to drop out of school and just become a professional mortal. I liked player. when that game got popular cuz it took people off Street Fighter 2. Yeah. And people were either, for the most part, they were either Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter people. For sure. I was definitely a Mortal Kombat guy. I was not. Um, and But for some reason, Street Fighter had last a, a more lasting effect. Like, people would play Mortal Kombat for a while and be super yeah. new, But then Street Fighter always had more people on it. I think it just was the, the way... Combos it was like the that. combos and the way the joysticks and the buttoning worked. Yeah. It just seemed more like... You, well, you know video what? Game. You could play every character on Street Fighter in kind of the same way. So you could always like, oh, I'll play this guy for a while. You could also play and not really know how, and yeah. still kind of do shit. You could still do stuff just by moving the joystick and hitting the buttons. Yeah. With Mortal Kombat, you can't do that because you can just with Street Fighter hit buttons and move the joystick and things happen. That oh, here and there would happen with Mortal Kombat. You needed to know moves yeah so but what happened with mortal Kombat is they eventually like they realized that like people love these combos like because tekken became very huge and they released like seven of those yeah and street fighter kept putting out different versions so by mortal Kombat, like ultimate three and then beyond they um they started releasing uh uh, combo moves and stuff for all the characters. So right. after a while, Mortal Kombat had like, you could do 15 move combos and shit like yeah. that, which was at first you were like, fuck this guy. I just want to do the thing. Yeah. And then you eventually got into it and it was like, cool. That's I, you didn't have to memorize anything with street fighter. Yeah. <laughs> you just play it. Yeah. I noticed all the games I wrote, I made a list of are pretty simple. 
I like a I like really simple games that you can play for like a really long period of time. That's the problem with Mortal Kombat is like you if you got pretty good, it still wouldn't get you too far because you get like four or five guys in, and then it would just get so fucking hard. Yeah, like the boss guys, and there was always like two. It's like, like Metroid a, where you're like enough. Yeah, it was like it just became really difficult, but. God, it was just such a fun game, and I would get good with like a bunch of different guys. And Ultimate MK3 may be my favorite one because it had so many characters, and there was just more moves, and they had just really hit their stride as really? a franchise. When all those franchises started crossing over and adding new characters, it did get pretty good because Street Fighter 2, while great, when it was like Street Fighter Alpha... All the things just moved faster. Like all the moves you could do faster. Like they'd, yeah. It would like the game responded way better. Well, so yeah, Street Fighter Two Turbo was like, yeah, that's the ultimate Street Fighter. Because it was a little slow. There was that weird delay thing when you'd play Street Fighter, where after you did a move, you couldn't do another one for like a split second. Right. That's when you could get attacked. There was that weird pause. It was like the game couldn't process all those commands fast enough. Yeah. But like, yeah, Street Fighter Alpha. And whatever one you just said, Turbo. Yeah. We're so much faster where you could do moves in midair and shit. Yeah. And then I'm, the one versus Marvel Comics was dope. That one was crazy. I remember when Street Fighter 3 came out because mm-hmm. they did two, two Turbo, did yeah. like a bunch of different, and people were like, just fucking release three already. Like, this yeah. is basically five. But when they released three, they got two of them. Yeah. Side by side. Because they knew they're like this is going to be mayhem. There's going to be teenagers ripping their acne off their face for the opportunity to get in line, you know. So they got two of them, and it made no difference. It yeah. was just like mobbed. You couldn't get in there and play it. Yeah. But by that point, you, I remember because my friend Travis had it. You could get Street Fighter Two on, I believe, Super Nintendo. Yeah. And they sold. An actual joystick, six-button control I console. That. I remember that. It wasn't perfect. It didn't work the same, but it worked kind of close. It worked good enough to where if you, if someone had the joystick and you just had the regular controller, you're going to lose more often. Yeah, you were going to get your ass Unless kicked. you were just like a master at Street Fighter. Yeah. And then you're like, but whatever, joystick all you want, dude. I'm going to fight I hated you. playing Street Fighter with the with the Nintendo controller. That sucked to yeah, me. Yeah, because of, of all the swiping moves. Yeah, no, like you had to fucking, like... fucking the skin on your yeah, thumb. you rub your thumb on this jagged button. Yeah, you'd be bleeding. Sucked, man. That's why they ended up releasing the... The the controller with the joystick that was basically a circle. Yeah. That didn't have like... It wasn't an act. Still, it's cross. not the same. It made that swipe stuff way easier. Yeah, but Street Fighter 2 to me is a half circle with your le- whole left hand. Yeah. And then you get to press buttons. Right. That's the whole point. That's funny. I fucking love that game. When you get to beat up the Lexus, the whole thing. Oh, yeah, the bonus round. Is the best. Yeah, I loved... I mean, it was good. Street Fighter was really good, but I was a Mortal Kombat guy. And there were so many... Mortal Kombat, way better movie. Street Fighter was a terrible film. I don't know that I saw the Street Fighter one. I was not too happy with the Mortal Kombat movie. When it, I wanted it to be amazing, and I was like, this is kind of fucking cheesy. <laughs> it was kind of cheesy. Yeah. I was like, this should be way darker and crazier. Because yeah. I remember, I would read the stories behind all the characters in Mortal Kombat, and like, I would sit there at the game and read the backstory, yeah. who did what, Scorpions from Hell, you know, like all, <laughs> all that kind of shit. And like, the, the was it the Underworld or the, um, I can't remember the, 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 the two different worlds. Um, 
and yeah and the infighting and all that and who was related to who and like i fucking dude i ate that shit up it was i was all about it yeah and i got good at every single one i think by four they they changed the gameplay and it wasn't the same it was like the screens were moving around. it wasn't as good um but street fighter i'm sorry mortal kombat 2 3 and ultimate 3 were like those were those were fucking the sweetest games they were i mean that was perfect. a that was a hot time for stand up video games yeah it really was well, cuz the good video game systems were fucking expensive that was some shit you couldn't even get for christmas cuz it was too expensive oh yeah you had your one system and like you had to ride that out for years years yeah years yeah. my mom got me a nintendo a regular nintendo like super late yeah where i was almost too old to care i remember the graphics too were like so different cuz i got Mortal Kombat 2 or something on Super NES and then yeah. I, and I was like this just isn't as fast and good and the graphics aren't as good yeah. as the arcade and then you play it on the arcade and you're like this is how it's supposed to go it yeah. just didn't do it and you almost wondered if it was on purpose probably you I mean know? I don't know I don't know but yeah it just wasn't it wasn't the same I mean I think truly a great this to me is the Citizen Kane of video games it's Super Mario Brothers. Oh yeah, I mean it's yeah. a mass. It's it, which I, one though? The first one. The very okay. The first one. Yeah. Where there's Mario Brothers, which is garbage. It's like okay. Super Mario Brothers yeah. is a masterpiece of a game. It is perfect front to back. Yeah. People played it for years. It was just it it it's so good. It's just running left to right yeah. and jumping over things and then throwing flame balls at things right. and hammers or whatever. Right. It's fucking perfect. The song is perfect. Everything about that game is is a home run. That song used to be my ringtone. It's great. For a while. And it, every time it went off, that was back when you just had your phone on ring. Yeah. Because like, vibrate wasn't as strong or good as it. But every time it went off, someone would laugh. Bloop. Then you fall into a pipe. So good. Again, I got that. I remember there was a summer, or I must have been twelve or thirteen. We had Nintendo at my stepmom's house. My stepsisters went to like summer school, and I just didn't. So I was alone every day between the hours of 8 a.m. and like 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. And I just played Super Mario Brothers by myself all the time. And by that point, I again, I got it kind of late. So everyone I knew had beaten it, but I didn't really play it much. And I just sat there. like It took me like a week or whatever. Yeah. And I beat it by myself, and I was so stoked. My favorite one was uh, Super Mario 3. Was that... That was, was one where you could, could get the, the suits, oh. where you had like the bear suit or the frog suit on the yeah. wall. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was the best Mario to me. Fuck, that like was this, good. The different worlds with this big world and all these other like that was the best fucking one. I don't know that I barely played that one. Really? Well, by that point, I was like about to graduate high school. There was um, uh, they released for Super Nintendo Mario All Stars. Uh-huh. Remember that? So it was every it was Mario One, Two, Three, and then Super Mario World, right. which was like the basic Mario for Super Super Nintendo, which is a close second for best Mario game. It's I mean, it's where you gave Yoshi, you could jump on him and right. he eats the different eggs and stuff. That was oh, yeah. that's an amazing Mario game. 
Once Yoshi got involved, that shit got very Japanese. Yeah, but it maintained its like Mario and Tech. Mario Kart. Oh, was a massive hit. That's one of my favorite ones too. Yeah, I'm, that is another shit talk. You cannot beat me at that game. Again, game. I did. I played very little of that, but most people I know are like, yeah, the girl. I think I'm pretty sure she's obsessed with Mario Kart. Like played it like oh, really? forever and ever and ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mario All Stars is like the, and I don't know if I fucking can find it. Like I think I lost it, and it makes me so angry because <laughs> I still have, by the way. My original Super Nintendo. Oh, wow. Yeah. And a bunch of games. Not a bunch, but like five, eight games. I'd buy a regular Nintendo now if, it, if I could get one that worked well. Dude, you can find them everywhere. A Tetris. I'd play Tetris all day. Yeah, Tetris is, uh, Tetris is a good one. Tetris is one of the great games of all time. What the fuck is Mario Brothers crossover? They fuck. <laughs> Came out in 2010. Isn't Nintendo kind of like failing now as a company? Oh, it's a fan-made crossover platform, Flash video game. It's weird. Yeah, people just make their own Mario games now. That's uh, sort of impressive. When you think about it, it's pretty weird that Japanese game designers decided to make a game about Italian plumbers. Yeah, it's weird that those were like, that's what they're going to be, plumbers, <laughs> and they're going <laughs> to... Like, who decided that? So this was Mario 3. Oh, uh, okay. Remember those levels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Dude, when you could get that tail. Fuck. Oh, that was the shit. With yeah. the, the raccoon tail. That Forget was the it. best. It was like you were Sonic the Hedgehog all of a sudden. Yeah. You could do also so much. a great much. game. Yeah, Sonic was very good. But yeah, Mario 1, obviously very good. 2, I thought, was just kind of dumb. 2 was just like 1. But, yeah, but you they could added, be different people. They changed the gameplay and the thing that the vines you could climb up and yeah. like the way the characters move. They they made changes and you're like, nah, you're fucking it up. Yeah. And then three, they like almost took what they tried to do in two and one and figured it out. Yeah. It was like a, the sophomore slump, basically. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, strong debut album. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, you know what, what are you doing? And the third <laughs> one, you're like, oh, you were experimenting. Got yeah. it. This is perfect. I'm sorry about yeah, about two. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Mario fucking three. But the Mario franchise, I mean, what? Juggernaut. It's like, it's hard to beat. And you play the game. I get, I get it now. If you're young now and there's like these amazing games and the graphics and you're like, wow. But there's something about the simplicity. It was just, it was just so much fun. You And it was one of those games that had repeat value. We're like, yeah. I remember when games started getting like good with the graphics and and all that, like all the Resident Evils and things like that that came out on like the original PlayStation. And you're like, yeah, these are cool and the graphics are fun. But they weren't games you could like play over and over. No, like, you beat Super Mario Brothers. You kept playing it. I played it all the time still. Yeah. Like when I beat Resident Evil, I was like, that's over now. I'm, yeah. I don't ever need to play it again. Yeah. I've beaten Mario, like Super Mario 3 and Super Mario World a hundred times. Yeah. It gets easier every time, but you find different things. But it's still, like, gratifying. No, after a while, like, with Super Mario Bros., it was like, all right, I need to beat it without dying. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. You would, yeah. The minute you died, you had to start over. Right. It was like that. Or how quickly can I get through levels? Yeah. Like, exactly. I'm going to get through without killing anyone. I, that, you do the same thing with, like, Excite Bike. You're like, I yeah. missed that jump. I didn't hit that jump. Start over. Start <laughs> over. I fucking did not hit that jump hard enough. Yeah. Start the game over. I right. know my time's going to suck. Yeah. 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 
I think no, because they're simple. They're simplified. Right. That's the beauty of yeah. them. It really was. And they, yeah, they never just got carried away. And I think probably because they were like limited to graphics, I think. It wasn't... No, they they couldn't do too much, so it just had to be... Yeah. Okay. But fuck, man, I loved... Mario 3. It's funny that the the price of these certain video games, if you look up like Super Nintendo games, you want to go buy them. Like mm-hmm. Mario All-Stars, it's like 50 or $60 to buy the cartridge for Super Nintendo. Huh. Because there's not a lot of them around, like yeah. the original one. And you go to like those collector stores or whatever, and they, they're not fucking around, dude. They're going to charge you a lot of money for it. Yeah. More than it originally costs. Right. Yeah, it's weird. Well, it's not like you could, they're not going to make any more. It's not like they yeah. can repair them. But they make like different versions of Super Nintendo because now the technology is better, so they're just way smaller. Yeah, and they put like multiple games in one cartridge, so like you can still. But you know how people are—they want the original. Um. But yeah, dude, Mario cannot be beat. You know, a game I loved was Contra. I never played that too much, dude. It's basically. Like a lot, like more than sixty percent of the game is Mario Brothers, where you're just a soldier running from left to right. Yeah, but when you jump, you do little flips, and you have a gun. Yeah, you have different kinds of guns that you pick up. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, Contra was the fr- gave birth to the code, the trick code. Uh-huh. Contra is up down up down left right left right B A squared, and then you have eternal life. It's right, yeah, you can never die. That's an important moment in video game Nintendo history. Do you remember the one where you would, uh, in Mario, where you'd have the star and you'd be invincible? Yeah. There was a code for always invincible. Yeah. And yeah. Just the second the game was shot, and you would be invincible for the entire yeah. thing. It was great. And you could beat the whole game in like seven minutes. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> but Contra, you would never die. And then eventually you start, you, so you start stop going from left to right and you start going like, kind of into the screen so you're going like forward right and you and you you would try to get this one gun called spread it was yeah. an S they and it shoot, shot yeah. out these basically they look like fireballs right. in a in like a, rec, a triangle shape and you could just decimate everything in fucking front of you yeah. and it was bomb dude <laughs> I played that game a ton I think I only had like for my Nintendo, I think I only had like three or four games. I had Contra, uh-huh. Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, Paperboy. Paperboy was pretty good. Paperboy was the shit, dude. That shit was good in the arcade. It was also good on Nintendo. I played a lot of these games at at the bowling alley in La Crescenta on Foothill. That thing was huge. Remember that? I was yeah. just thinking about that bowling alley now the other day. That's a car dealership. <laughs> yeah, it was a Vons for a while. Yep, it was a Vons. Yeah. No, that's where where the Vons is now is the building where that right. bowling. It was a massive, big, dark blue bowling alley. My brother was in a bowling league. So that's every funny. Saturday, my mom would take him to his bowling league and yeah. I would go with and I'd play video games yeah. while Jeff bowled. I'd play Excite Bike. They had a, they didn't have Paperboy there. They had a Paperboy at the Enterprise. But I'd play Excite Bike, and they had a Super Mario Brothers. They had a Duck Hunt, I believe. Oh yeah. Which that game was stupid, but sort of fun. But you'd end up just like ramming the screen with the gun. I never liked those right. shooting games that much, dude. I was so good at this one called Police Trainer. I remember that game. I didn't play it that yeah. much. It was really good. Although Terminator. 
Uh, Terminator had his because it was like a full size. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you'd be shaking. And all you had to do to reload was like aim down. Yeah, that like gave you new bullets. It was pretty fantastic. Yeah, the Terminator one was pretty good. You just shot robots. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, that was a good one. I just oh, you know what they had at the bowling alley? Shinobi. Oh, I remember that. Dude, you're a ninja and you just fucking hit dudes with throwing stars. Unlimited throwing stars. So it's just you with a joystick fucking pushing the button as fast as you can. Was that? Wait a minute. That may have not been at the bowling alley. That may have been at Shakey's Pizza at Rosemont and Foothill by Miller's Outpost. No, that wasn't Shakey's. That was Roundtable. Roundtable. They had Shinobi. Roundtable was cool. Yep. It's an old school pizza parlor where like they had a Ninja Turtles four player Fuck. arcade game there. That game was really was good. Fun. I love that game I played a lot actually, but a lot of times there was no one there. Mm. And when you play by yourself, you kinda got your ass kicked quick. Yeah. Because you get overwhelmed by ninjas. Dude, you bringing up Contra reminded me of this game that I'm gonna I'm gonna add to my list. And I, it's weird because they're not even that similar, but I was just like, oh fucking um, but yeah, Contra, I played a little bit. Yeah. And it was fun, but I just like, I don't know. There's just certain games that never just stick with you for whatever reason. And it's not a huge reason because they were, they were all so goddamn similar. Yeah. That I don't know why, but it was like fun. And I was like, yeah, but I, it was when I was take it or leave it and I left it. Um, but yeah, I remember a lot of people loving that one. I just couldn't. But do you remember a game called Metal Slug? No. Not Metal Gear, Metal Slug. It was, you were a dude that had these guns, kind of like Contra, but like everything was just kind of bigger and more exaggerated. I guess you would shoot fire and shoot all these things. Um, It was like, it came out after Contra, obviously, but it was one of those games where you ran around just fucking blowing shit up and you had these huge guns. It was so much fun. And they released, they had an arcade version of it, but it was like kind of off in the back and it didn't look cool. Right. But when you started playing it, you're like, wait a minute, why isn't anyone hip to this game? Like, it's so fucking cool. And you wouldn't tell anyone because no one would be on it and you would just play it. But then people slowly started to figure out, they're like, dude, you play Metal Slug too. It's so fun. Yeah. And it became like a cult hit in the arcade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fuck, was it such a fun game. You know what was, again, a seemingly incredibly uncool game? What? That I used to play at Tortoise, Mexico mm-hmm. in Studio City. Yeah. Bust a Move. Oh, dude. Bust a Move is a fucking masterpiece. I am so good <laughs> at that game. It's a truly great game. I'm so good at it. It's a great game. I could play. I once sat when my friend James was living out here. He lived at the Oakwood in Burbank. He was editing a movie, mm-hmm. and he got a. I think I lent him, or he either bought a PlayStation or someone. Yeah, I think he bought one, and he only bought Bust a Move. Yeah, and one time we played it for seven hours without <laughs> stopping. <laughs> All right, the versus mode is really dude. Really we played fun. it for seven hours against each other. It ended up being like two hundred to one hundred and ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> like it yeah. was so. That game fucking rules, dude. Yeah, whenever I wanted to make a quarter last, bust a move at the arcade, it was that. Yeah. Because then I would play, I could get to level 50, whatever. Right. Or if people wanted to play me, I'm like, dude, cause, I mean, try to beat me. I <laughs> Where did they have it that you, you would play it? 
It was like around the back where the bathroom was. Yeah. So I like if you're facing the arcade, you go in on the left door on the opposite side of where the register and the pinball was around the backside. So it was where all the metal slug was back there. Qbert was back there. There's a version of it that has a different name too. Yeah, it was called uh, Bubble Bubble up? Bobble or whatever. Yeah. But that's a different. It's not the same kind of thing. No. They just kind of look the same, but it's a different game. I play. played it. I didn't even know what it was, and I played it for the first time while I was just waiting for my food at right. Tortoise Mexico, and I and I literally just kept playing long past my food was ready because it was such a good game. Yeah, I fucking love that game. And that's when you'll see at random places that yeah. have a game or two. Well, it has two games. I remember that it was a stand-up machine and it had two games in it. Yeah, it's always... You pick something or bust a move. Every once in a while, I'd hit the wrong button. And, and you're like, God, I'm going to play this stupid fighting I game. I literally now. just die on purpose so I could start over. Yeah. But yeah, it was always like... In, a, in an upright thing with three, two or three other games. It never yeah. had its own thing, even though it's so good. Dude. Never got the respect. They had it, it for deserved. PlayStation, and it was, mad. it's so good. Yeah. That's one of my favorite games. Yeah. The music gets stuck in your head. How's it go? I just can hear the noise in my head right now of the bubbles bursting. When you would fucking release a huge group few feelings is good in all of life oh yeah yeah I mean I've never had a kid but I imagine it's similar <laughs> when just like you crush it's better when they're red but like you you just like aim perfectly into a corner and it just bounces off the wall and wedges itself up there and you just release an avalanche busted move universe what's that <laughs> You oh, get that fucking black colored one that can blow up lots of things. For Nintendo 3DS. Dude. What a perfect game. Did they change the music for it? Because I can put probably... This does not sound familiar that's, to me that's at not, all. That's not, that's not. Oh, it's a review. <laughs> fucking nerds. <laughs> I just want, as, as where I'm like, I just want to hear the music and I'm calling them nerds. Yeah. Um, but again, that game to me is better with a joystick than on PlayStation. Puzzle Bobble, I think, was the other one. Not Bubble Bobble. There was a version one. of it on my phone for a while, but it wasn't as good. Bust a move. What the fuck? I don't want Wait, what move. was that game that came, that you had on Blackberries? I don't remember. It was like Bust a Move, but it was like a brick game. Brick Breaker. Oh yeah, Brick Breaker for for the BlackBerry. Yeah, people got fucking obsessed with that game. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. Here we yeah. go, Bust and Move Arcade Edition. Is someone telling you how to play it? What kind of fucking <laughs> brain dead idiot? It's an eleven minute video. Is on, it for blind people? All right, for PlayStation gameplay. Acclaim Entertainment. They were all made these guys so sound exactly games. the same. <laughs> Fuck yes. Let the game, let the music play before you start talking. Whoever you are. Oh, <laughs> great sound. Games. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> it's so Japanese. <laughs> It would go three, two, one, hey! Ugh, right? just the most Japanese thing ever. That game is so good. Now loading. All those guys sound the same on those videos. 
So we're going to take a look at Bust a Move World. Um, yeah. Gameplay wise, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the interface I like. I don't love. Yeah. And lots of sidebars. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm just getting this, so I don't know how to play it. As you can see, I'm I'm unboxing it now. Yeah, so I'm learning this with you guys. We'll check it out, but that's not the music. They changed it. That's, that's the sound, though. Fuckers. That's the sound, though. It's all like intense. Fuck. Bust a move. When you would, when you know, when you start to lose, and they're just piling up on you. Yeah, you just be like, like, you know what? Fuck life. <laughs> they had it for Sega. Taito is the company. Taito. T-A-I-T. Yeah. I can see the logo in my head. Yeah. What does it look like? It's T. The A is like a pyramid shape with a, swir- a swish through it. Like so There's like a shape that breaks the A, uh-huh. and then it's just the rest of the type. But and that A like, is like a... There's like a little thing going through the middle of it. And then there's a bubble, like a... Hold on. Sega had like a, a good dot logo. Yeah, on the, the dot. Outside, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a good logo. Yeah, you saw it right before you played Bust a Move. Yeah. Bust a Move. Like this screen. I think Tato made California, or, or the, uh, yeah, California Cruising or whatever. California Cruising. What was no, the, I think that was Midway. Oh, Midway. Or William. No, Midway, I think. Midway made a lot of good games. They made the best games. Yeah. I can see the Midway logo in my head right now. It's silver. There's a sunset in it. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That was, that's the soundtrack, you guys. To my teenage loneliness. (laughs) Do, 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 do. And it was all happy, but I was so depressed. (laughs) So sometimes I hear that and I like get a feeling of like emptiness inside of me. It's such a fucking great game though. Truly, God. truly a masterpiece. Yeah. One of my all time favorite video yeah. games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every time I see it, I go, oh, well, the next hour of my life is now this. So goodbye to anything I was about to do. While we were talking, I was like, I should get Bust and Move. And I was like, no, you can't. Yeah. Because you have, you, I have too. I have. I don't, I don't just like. I have so much to do. It doesn't matter what I have to do. It will not get done. Yeah. If I buy Bust a Move. Yeah. I am probably gonna get Bust a Move as my ringtone. Yeah. You know? That yeah. I, that I can. If there do. was a usable phone version of it, that'd be cool. I think that I think that'd be easy to. I'll do. I'll be honest with you. I got Tetris for the iPhone once. It sucked. Yeah, it's that yeah, Tetris. It's just not the same. But it wasn't even like they tried to fancy it up. You're like, yo, right. leave it. I just I just want blocks fitting into blocks, homie. Yeah. Just let me play normal-ass Tetris. This is stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it was a real bummer. Maybe it was for Blackberry. I don't remember. Yeah, Bust a Move is the fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is... I feel like I was not a big pinball guy, mm-hmm. but one of my favorite games ever i know we're doing video games like uh, on consoles and stuff but medieval madness is the best pinball game ever made and it's hard to fucking find but it's just unbelievable i won't get into 
the details of it. It's hard to describe a pinball game, but like you battle for like the you destroy castles mm-hmm. and you get different multi balls, and it's and it's made by Williams, which is a Midway company. Okay, so it's like funny, like the 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 things that people say, the different like kings and yeah, the castles yeah, yeah. all have like stupid accents and like they say stupid shit. But fuck, there's no game more addictive and more fun. The Terminator 2 pinball game was good. Yeah. Because it had the helmet in it. Yeah, that was a good one. That was pretty sweet. I like the ones that are bands. Like, I like the Metallica one and the Kiss one. Yeah, those were good. Those were good. There was a bowling one I liked. The Who's Tommy was really good. Yeah. That was a really good one. Very important for history. Um, You know what game I loved? Al Madrigal had it in his garage for a while. 1942. Was it the flying one? You see, you're, you're, you're a plane blowing yeah. up other planes. I remember Again, that. Again, very simple. And you're just flying that. through the air trying to get better guns. And you just... I think I gravitate towards games where there's a joystick and I can push the button as fast as I can and it actually does something. Yeah. It's always frustrating. There's games where the action of the game doesn't respond to how fast you're pushing the button. Right. 1942 wasn't like that. Right. Shinobi was a little like that where you weren't actually throwing as many... Ninja Stars as as fast as you were pushing the button, but 1942 truly great. And you're just like trying to blow up these huge planes. You have to aim at the engines, and that was a game that at the Enterprise was never crowded. No one played that fucking. Yeah, game. no one ever did. Yeah, it wasn't popular. Um, yeah. God, I lo- I just I just remember milling around the Enterprise. Like you'd finish playing a game, you'd have like a buck and quarters. And you just like slowly walk around the arcade and decide yeah. what to play next. You'd walk down that one step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just look around. Because Street Fighter like, was up top. So I'd play Street Fighter for a while. I'd get tired or someone beat me. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, let's go see. And I'd like walk around. And you just walk around the arcade with your four with your four quarters in your pocket. And you're like, I can play anything I want right now. What's right. it going to be? You take one step down to the old area. Like, do I fuck with asteroids right now? Oh, look, my old friend, the Star Wars game. And you just, yeah. it's that like milling around. Because you're not like, oh, I don't know what to do. This sucks. You're like, huh. Maybe you, maybe you. It's such like a pleasant feeling. We're like, yeah. I'm gonna play a game for a little while. And it's gonna be nice. Yeah. Ugh, fuck. Yeah, making a dollar last at the arcade was like you. You really had to sit there and go, "What am I fucking badass at?" Yeah. And how can I? How can I do that four times? See, when I and became kill a, two hours, when I became a bus boy. The the like literal practical application of the money I made in tips as a busboy was I would go to the arcade, yeah, and I could do whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I because I it, when I worked there, I averaged probably between fifteen and thirty dollars a night in tips, and I lived at home. I was fifteen years old, and fifteen year old money that is a million dollars. I was the <laughs> richest man in Lockerson. I was you were a millionaire. I was straight up Daddy Warbucks of the Enterprise Arcade. Right. It was so fuck, and that's the only thing I spent money on then. And like, because I think I I bought like cheap clothes at Ross, so I didn't like I didn't have anything to spend money on. So I would go to the arcade. I'd have twenty American dollars. It was like yeah. my birthday every day. Yeah. And I worked hard for that money, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Three to four nights a week from 6 p.m. to midnight, about like 11, and still went to high school and got a solid D average. So, right. And I would go to the arcade and just play for hours and hours and hours. And I'd go to 7-Eleven, I'd get a hot dog with that weird chili and cheese on it and a Slurpee, 
and life was all right, dude. Me and Tron and Steve, and it was great. <laughs> Those were like the simple, simple days. Simple I, I mean, I will say, when they got rid of the ice cream cones at the Enterprise, it was a fucking bummer. Just because it smelled like waffle cone in there. See, I never played this game. You never played Donkey Kong Country? No, I played, I barely, I never played Donkey Kong. So uh, Donkey Kong didn't one. mean shit to me. I never played the original Donkey Kong either. This I played this like, like a few times. Donkey Kong Country was if as if they took Super Mario World and Donkey Kong yeah. and made oh my god. Once one of things my, went 3D, that was a hole. It was one of my favorite fucking games. You know what game sucked? Dragon's Lair. It was like a cartoon. And it was like this it, it looked like you were watching an actual animated cartoon. But the moves you could made were super limited. So yeah. it was like you could only do like one or two things. If you did it wrong, you died. And it was stupid and I hated it. Also, I'm going to say something controversial. I hated Zelda. Uh, you know what? I was never... There were people that Fuck were... Fuck you reading. Right. There were people... I think... It, um, um, you were either like... I don't know. I want to say you were either because right now some people go, no, I did both and I love both. Right. But you either leaned more towards Mario or Zelda. Yeah. Because if you were like, you didn't have time to play both games a lot, a lot. But if you were, if it came down to that, like which one, you're on a fucking desert island or whatever. Yeah. Which game are you taking with you? I'm taking Mario. I will Fuck say Zelda. this. One of the best enamel pins I've ever seen. Zelda. Someone made a pin of the cartridge of Legend of Zelda. The gold cartridge? The gold cartridge. Yeah, that's a great pin. It's one. It's the most beautiful pin I've ever seen. Yeah, that's a good pin. Um, but that game to me was like if you played Super Mario Brothers you rode a skateboard to the arcade if you were super into Zelda you were into Dungeons and Dragons yeah you rode a broomstick yeah you were a fucking loser you rode like a mountain bike in the 80s that wasn't cool because you didn't have a BMX bike yeah you were a nerd <laughs> right you were a nerd but like if you were waiting to play Super Mario Brothers you rode your Palperolta skateboard or your Alva skateboard to the arcade yeah. and you you knew someone who smoked. If you were playing Mario. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you were playing Zelda, yeah, you rode you rode the mountain bike or you got dropped off. You got dropped off. And then after a while you stopped going out at all because Final Fantasy came out and yeah. you just played that. But you went to college and you got into the tech boom early and now you're fucking alone. Yeah, now you're a billionaire. You're which, doing really well now. Yeah. Which congratulations. But then you were such a pussy. Yeah. Um, but now you're doing great. Yeah, now you have a lot of money, but yeah. you've never eaten pussy. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, but so so I, that. I don't think I've ever played <laughs> Zelda. Yeah. I just didn't... I was like, wait a minute. So you have to stop and read some shit? Yeah. Oh, you played Zelda? I ate a stripper's pussy named Zelda. (laughs) (laughs) I could barely get that one out. Um. (laughs) Yeah, no, that shit was for geeks. I got to remember that line. Um, I'm going to use that at some point on stage. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Somehow I will. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But I get... You know, people are very passionate about that game. Did they ever make a movie? I'm surprised if they didn't. Zell, I feel like they did. They should make a movie now. It would do very well. Oh, yeah, yeah. They tried a Mario Brothers, a few of them. Like yeah, live they action. Were, no good. I believe Bob Hoskins, Bob Hoskins was, was Mario. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, that's rest the only in, part I remember. Rest in peace, Bob Hoskins. One of the great character actors of all time. Yeah, he really gave it his all playing Mario, too. I will he say did. his finest role was Smee in Hook. Oh yeah, he was. He at one point he goes up to the hook. He goes. He goes. 
I just said an apostrophe because I think you mean an epiphany. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lightning struck me in the brain. Bob I just, Hoskins. I just had an apostrophe. Bob Hoskins for fucking uh, Roger Rabbit. I mean, the guy was truly, truly yeah. great. <laughs> um, yeah. That's funny. But yeah, Donkey Kong Country for console. Like super, I was a super NES guy. I didn't really get One of the funniest games. things, if you look on the internet, <laughs> on Jeopardy, a lady got in Final Jeopardy, the answer was like, the question was like, Gorilla throws barrels at thing. What's an and she spelled it Danky Kang. Danky Kang. <laughs> Danky Kang. And That's she really wagered funny. like all her money. <laughs> and it's just says Danky Kang and it's the best. That's really funny. <laughs> Someone should make a pin of that. I'm surprised they haven't. I found a website, by the way, you guys, called Nintendo Emulator, and you can fucking play any game. It's all alphabetized. You pick yeah. the game and it shows you the the control yeah, versions on, the on, your thing on your laptop. The Donkey Kong video that I yeah. showed you—that was the game. That was like it's starting. What I wonder which game would be the best to play on your laptop with those arrows, though, as far as just ability to play it. I don't know. It's maybe Super Mario because it's just up down and stuff. Yeah, space bar could be yeah, the you're jump just jumping. Button. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Excite Bike would probably be good because Excite Bike was just revving and jumping. Yeah, dude, Excite Bike was great. The only problem is at home you could build your own track. You never built it long enough because it took too long. I know. That's just like a quick. Oh, that game was dope. Yeah, um, I think one of my, it's definitely up there. It was one of my favorite games of all time, and I was so fucking good at it. It was one of those games where after you beat it, you were like, "How can I just do it faster?" Yeah, was F Zero. What's that? You never played F Zero? Okay, no. F Zero was. A racing game, but you use like these like like hover hovering cars, I'm and like listening. the the sides were like all el- electron electronic, and they would like zap you and shit. So it was like the game Operation, but a race, kinda, yeah, yeah. Um, game Operation sucked. So hold on, let me full screen this. Um, so yeah, that was the the opening screen. The oh, that font. looks kind of familiar. The font I love. The you should F-Zero get that font. tattooed. F zero, yeah, that would be actually. Why isn't that that you should that. do for your next album cover? That font, yeah, yeah. And make it look all technically bitty like that. Yeah, I should have actually done that for this one because it was like. So yeah, that's F zero. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen. Oh yeah, I've played yeah. this. I this, didn't know what it's called. This is one of the best video games ever. Dude, the, yeah, this game is very good. I love because the jumping, the jumping is so fun. Yeah, and your cars hover, so when you're like turning there's like some sliding yeah, you're hugging and there's like all these like electronic this is things. basically space age pole position right yeah yeah pole position it was a truly wonderful wonderful game yeah you could like and it wasn't all about turning the upper controls would slide you a little bit so there's a yeah. little sliding and turning uh that you had to do but dude i mean i wonder if the people that are obsessed with the modern first person shooter games bobby lee yeah. But the young kids that play those games, I kind of, it seems a little bit of a bummer to me that they miss out on playing games that are brilliant in their simplicity. Yeah, you wonder how, because I mean, it's not like they don't have access to those games. No, so they do, wonder, but like you would never, you, if you're playing those super crazy Metal Gear type games, uh-huh. you're like, hey, let's try Pong. And Pong, by the way, is a great fucking game. Yeah. You can play forever. It's very simple. It's tremendous. Yeah. But you wonder if the younger. The younger kids ever play those games because they can. Yeah, I wonder if they're like, oh you yeah, know what I would do really if I was a video game or... company 
in the middle, like to, it'd be like you know this level, this level, kill the zombies. We know, sh- you know, find uh, like a first person shooter was super complex, and then all of a sudden one of the levels would just be like F Zero. Like no, you have to drive this like thirty two bit car over this. That that would be one of the levels like hidden in the middle of the game. They did that with one of the Mortal Kombat's. They did. Yeah, if you get to a certain level, you play like Pong or something. Ah, oh, you great. play like a level or two of some version. It's of Pong. hilarious. It's yeah. nostalgic. It's a tribute. Yeah. It it's pays simple. credit to your history. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely did that. Danky Kang. <laughs> Danky Kang. It sounds like if Eric Cartman was trying to. He was yeah. Angrily Man, yelling. Danky Kang. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like him trying to yell A truly great video game, and this is actually the crossroads of my life where I realized I could not continue playing video games because they had gotten too good. Uh Uh-huh. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, man. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That, I was in Chicago making a movie. I didn't have much to do on my days off because it was Mm -hmm. Chicago. It was freezing. So I bought a PlayStation. I bought one game. I (laughs) bought Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I had per diem, so I I had some extra money. Yeah. Uh, I bought Tony Hawk Pro Skater and I played it on my days off eight hours nonstop. It wow. was truly, truly, truly a great game, especially if you skateboarded. Right. Because it was everything you ever like wanted to do and you could just do it in the game and you could play skaters that you um, knew. Although Ed Templeton told me he almost got in a, he got bumped oh. from being in a Tony Hawk Pro Skater for, I think it was Alyssa Steamer. And he was like, yeah, that would have been quite a bit of money. Like, there, you got residuals. For video games? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, that's what essentially built Tony Hawk's fortune was just that game. Damn, I did not know that. Yeah. I mean, the money, if you look at the money he's made off skateboarding versus that game, it's like, you know, 80%, 20%. Damn. Yeah. Um, I never was into Mega Man. Do you ever play those? I played a few. Fuck yeah! Really? Mega. I think it was Mega Man Two was the one I had. I, I played a lot of that game. I played it a little bit because it was cool looking. The guy was cool looking. The running was good. Yeah, I played. I don't know how I got that game. I think someone gave at some point. Someone I knew was like, "You still play regular Nintendo?" And I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "Do you want all these games?" It may have been yeah. Steve Howie. Because he had probably gotten like Sega Genesis at that point uh-huh. or a newer... Yeah, it would have been Sega Genesis. And so he gave me like his Nintendo games and Mega Man was one of them and I played a lot of Mega Man in my room alone. Did you play Metroid ever? I did, but Metroid got too hard. I couldn't beat it. Like right. I could only get to a certain level and then I couldn't get past it. But up until that level, Metroid is a really fun game. I'm trying to find... The my- twisted Metroid at the end when you beat the game turns out you're a girl. Oh yeah, it takes and dudes were off. like, "No, freaking yeah, out!" Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, am I a chick now? What that the was hell? the twist. It, Metroid, you took it off. She had long hair, and she was that a, was the she first was like a hero, first feminine feminist video game. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Metroid, cool though. I'd like to go back and just look at these games because I bet you there's a lot of cool like type treatment and just like visual stuff in them. I think so. Yeah, that F zero font. Things like yeah. that, where you're like, that's awesome. There was a period in art school where I was looking at old video games just and kind of making paintings that like felt yeah. like that, just like incredibly flat and like the way, like just simple. Like, not like I wasn't trying to make them look computery, but just like that super flatness. Yeah. Did you ever, I, and no one I know ever has played this fucking game, and most people haven't even heard of it. Uh, Mickey's Magical I think I've asked you this already Mickey's Magical Quest Yeah I think I've seen it Was it for Nintendo Or was it, was it for Sega Genesis Super Nintendo Okay 
or Disney's magical? No, the magical quest. And you had a wand, and didn't you have like the and you could like the Fantasia buckets and things like that? No, you did. Um, there was a Disney game where you could do that. There's a starring Mickey Mouse, and you got like you had got suits and stuff, and you put oh. them on. You could do different things, like a firefighter suit. And you'd shoot. Hose, Disney, like, when you think about it, is pretty lacking in video game representation in the world. Yeah, it's kind of. They haven't weird. made like a lot of video games at all. Like, is there like a Toy Story game? Oh uh, yeah, there's been a few of those. You'd think Pixar would have. I mean, Finding Nemo seems like a very easy premise for a game. That's what it looked like. Okay, the box looks familiar. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, that was one of my favorite video games because it played like Super Mario Donkey Kong Country, kind of hybrid. But Donkey and then, Kong Country. Yeah, the the things you could do were just so much fun. Um, but yeah, also one of my favorite ones. If you can get your hands on that, it's really fun to play. I don't know if it ever got like really popular, but um, so if yeah, if you found a used one, I don't know they charge forty bucks for it or whatever, but. Um, God, that was a fucking fun one. Disney's Magical Quest starring Mickey Mouse. Uh, known in Japan as Mickey's Magical Adventure. That's what I knew it as. That's weird. And I had no way to know what they were fucking calling it in Japan. There was no internet. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah, released by Capcom. Um, Capcom, another giant. Depending on the game version, either Minnie or Donald you could play. Huh. <laughs> you had to defeat Peg Leg Pete. <laughs> That's the perfect villain name. <laughs> And of course, he looked like some like sinister version of like Goofy or yeah. or, or whoever. That's funny, um, but yeah, that was a fucking great game. I played that one for hours and hours and hours and hours. You know, a game I just thought of that was truly great: Mike what? Tyson's Punch Out. Oh yeah, that was good. Mike Tyson's Punch Out was the shit. Yeah, that was really good. Super simple. You could just beat it after a while. Like you could beat it. I don't like. I hated. I don't like games that like weren't beatable. Yeah, they were so fucking hard. You're like, like, you guys are assholes. Yeah, like this shit's rigged. Like, yeah, I'm not a chess champion to learn how to fucking do this right. Oh yeah, Street Fighter Two Champion Edition. That was another version. Oh yeah. What was the one where there were like the other characters they added were like kind of gothy? There was like a vampire. Oh yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Everyone had a thing for Chun Li. She's hot. Very hot. Yeah. Yeah, she was a good fighting character too. Tron beat a lot of people with as Chun Li. Yeah, Chun Li was good. Who'd you who was your person on Street Fighter? Um, I either did Ryu or Ken. Yeah, it was Ryu all day. Yeah, I never could. Why did Ken not work as well? I don't know. But why? Yeah, why did <laughs> they people... definitely made him not work as well? They were like the same person though. Yeah, One no, they just... had the exact same list of moves. Yeah, but Ken was just not as good as Ryu. There's no way that feels right? racist, Japan. Yeah, it was weird. Ryu was bigger, <laughs> or he seemed bigger. Yeah, I used to draw the char- I used to draw the characters a lot in in high school. Really? Yeah, because Ken and Ryu were fun to draw. I used to draw uh, Blanca. Blanca was a very yeah. popular character in the tournaments. I noticed. I never uh-huh. got Zangief. He seemed to have this like kind of move that was cheesy that people yeah. were like, "You're kind of cheating." Where you could just get close to him and and you could throw him. Right. Throwing to me was always kind of like a bitch move. To it was me like Street a, Fighter. Yeah, they were like cheesy characters where you where that would just do, you could just do the same fucking move over and over. Like I Liu think Kang I, in Mortal Kombat. Oh just like yeah, shooting fire and the well, Liu kick. Kang to me was Ryu, so I would play Liu Kang because that to me was like the closest. Right. Yeah. 
but it was like the same two or three moves that you could just over, 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 yeah. over. And you were like, dude, you're not even, f- you're doing the same move. I don't want to play yeah. you anymore. That's what, during one of the tournaments, this guy was complaining to Tron. He was like, dude, all you do is the same thing over and over again. And Tron yeah. was like, pick who I play you with next. That's Literally funny. pick someone. Literally pick someone. That's, that's and then solid. he handed that dude his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Pick who, yeah, that's fucking great. Just dude, there was a point in the nineties at the or at the Enterprise where like mm-hmm. there was this local guy who was like really into like working out. <laughs> he was like super buff and he would like play video games shirtless. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. What? I know I could say his name, but he still lives in the area. Whoa. And and he was one of the best skateboarders ever. It locally. He was like the guy we all thought was gonna go pro. Whoa. And then I remember one time this other guy I knew got like super ripped too and he came to the arcade with his shirt off and it was like the other dude was like not today dude I'm bigger than you and took off his shirt just to let everyone know that he was buffer than the other guy that is that is no it was such a like high school teenage and then and everyone was just playing street fighter with these two shirtless men that is at the enterprise dude I had good times at that place you know what was great about the enterprise you bring your skateboard that curb right in front of the door was very low Oh, yeah. So you could ollie up to it very easily. That's the first place I ever saw a skateboard with a nose kicked up. Some guy had the Schmidt Sticks Chris Miller with uh-huh. the kick nose, and I was like, dude. And I think he went to CV, but I didn't know him. He was older than me. And I was like, hey, can I just see your board? <laughs> right. I was like, dude, it has a nose. I go, is it better to skate? He was like, yeah, dude, it's different. Yeah. And he was like, dude, you can ride it for a second. I was like, we barely know each other. Yeah. This is crazy. But it was the first board this I ever saw with, a, with yeah. a kid with the nose pointed up. And I was like, dude, that's insane. Saw that at the Enterprise. Um, and then 7-Eleven burnt down. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was sad. And then there was the art. There was the um, fucking card collector shop or whatever. That was like two yeah. doors down from that. It was a laundromat. And then a little... That sh- card collector shop felt like a front because there was like nothing in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. They sold like cards and pogs that was for a, a while. I definitely bought pogs there. Yeah, me too. I bought most of my pogs at... What was... There was a comic book store on Foothill right next to In-N-Out Burger. They sold pogs there, a lot of them. That guy was the best. That was a great shop. The first time I went there, I got paid $40 to... My dad had to go... To like some teacher conference at, not Rosemont, the other one. What was the other one that you went to for bad kids? Uh, it was at Clark. Clark. Yeah. Before before Clark had reopened as a school, right. it was just empty. They had a teacher thing there, and 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 so all the teachers had to go to this conference, and some of them had kids, so they took their kids, and I'd spent all day in a room just watching these kids. They were all like old enough, and I'd just hang out with them for like five hours. My dad gave me forty dollars, mm-hmm. which was crazy. Yeah. I walked all the way from Rosemont to that comic book store at the In-N-Out Burger. I bought, and I wasn't even really that, I just discovered comic books at that time. I think I was in like eighth grade. Yeah. And I walked and I went and I bought a bunch of comics. And the dude who ran that place, I wonder, it wasn't called Wizard Comics, it was something else. I don't remember. He would round you up. So like, if I bought some, I bought like 20 some dollars worth of comics and it came up to like 22 and he was just like, oh, it's fine. Like, he fucking gave me, like, an extra comic. That's and cool. those were all the first comics I started copying from. Because it, I mean, $20 in 1989 at a comic book store. Every comic was two bucks. So I got a ton of shit. Oh, yeah. Dude, I went home and it was like, oh, this is my life now. 
Like I couldn't even believe it. I had a ba- like a plastic bag, and I walked home with all like like ten comic books, Wolverine. I remember, I got Moon Knight versus versus Punisher. I looked at all this, and I was just like, "This is the best day of all time." Did you save all the comic books? Yeah, I still have them all. Oh, I wonder how much they're worth. Nothing. Oh, I've um, looked them all up. Comic books. The comic books went like huge in the 90s, but right. then a bunch of speculators started buying them in such bulk, it rendered most of them worthless. Like, I have the first appearance Bullshit. of Wolverine. It's not worth a ton. Like, stuff if- like that. All those early spawns. There, I mean, some of them are worth like $20, right. but it's not the kind of thing where you're like, fuck, yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's not. They're not worth anything. That's another type of place that's really gone gone down. Yeah, well, arcades, comic book stores, like uh, trading card stores. They've all had to combine into one thing. Like if you go to Meltdown, they have a trading it's card area. Yeah. They have the comic book area. They have they have they don't have video games, but they have DVDs. This has some old video games. Oh, they do. Yeah, okay. they even have a little section where they sell like uh, pins. Okay, things like that. Yeah, I was just in Meltdown the other day when I got tattooed. Yeah, but yeah, I saw some people playing card game. I tried to play Magic the Gathering. It just wasn't for me. I didn't yeah. hate it. But I wasn't good at it. There's still I, w- I want to find more people that play this card game called Lunch Money. Whoa, yeah, it's a really simple game too. It's like you're both uh, Catholic schoolgirls and you're beating each other up for lunch money, <laughs> and the cards are all like super dark and twisted and like That's a great idea. They say horrible game. shit, and there's like moves like each card is like uppercut, hail mary, and there's different like different points, and there's health first aid cards where you get your health back. And do you just shuffle the deck and see what you get? Yeah, you shuffle the deck. You each get five cards, and then you just start attacking each other. There's defense cards and great, and then you pick up other ones, and you got to get someone down from fifteen to zero. I bet and the it's, drawings are super sweet. It's oh, they're they're great. All of them are photos, and okay. yeah, but they're like really morbid and twisted. It's like a dark, weird game. But it's so fucking fun. I think you should start a, a group that meets at Meltdown and maybe plays on Wednesdays. I'm sure that I could do that, actually. Yeah, why don't you just do that? I think I will. Yeah, you should. Because I was really fucking good at that game. Um, <laughs> I really was. Yeah, but I didn't get the same... I wish I could go back and have that same feeling that first time I bought a lot of comic books. Yeah. Because I wasn't... It, it's so interesting to me the things I had no idea were things... As a young kid, uh-huh. that like I sh- if I uh, I wish I would have discovered like all this stuff like earlier, but just like going in, I think the the guy because after I went there the first time, I went there all the time. Anytime <laughs> I had any spare money, I walked there and bought comic books. Yeah, and 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 the guy could see that I was just geeked because I remember one time he was like, "What do you?" He's like, "You're really into collecting." I was like, "Oh, I draw them." And he was like, "Oh, okay, okay." Right. <laughs> and he was super cool to me. Then he yeah. moved that store to. Farther down Foothill, right next to Baskin, Ro- where Baskin Robbins was, in that little shopping center. Oh, I didn't know that. But it was like a smaller shop. Right. And then the thing is, all those stores, they just like, because it's always like one guy. So the stores eventually just stop. They, you know, yeah. it's not like, who took it over? It's like, the guy just retires. Yeah, he just closed it down because he just wasn't making yeah, he's like, money. I, I don't even think it was that. He was just like, I'm 70. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, I don't have the that. store anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. going to stay at home now. Yeah. 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 But those, man, comic book stores are the shit. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're sort of coming back a little bit because the graphic novel thing has just become yeah. so huge. But, like, it's weird to see those types of places coming back now. Like, there's more comic book stores. There's more record stores. There's, like, barcades where you're yeah. like, my youth is, like, popping up in weird ways. Shut-ins need places to go every once in a while. Like, yeah. that, to me, like... 
going to the old Golden Apple on Melrose, yeah. or or you know the first the old Meltdown, right? That was like social to me. Yeah, like you'd go in there and you'd talk to the guy who worked there about the comics or whatever, and you'd be like, right. "Oh, these are people that like the same shit as me." Yeah, you know, and 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 you couldn't do that. You weren't. It wasn't the same thing where you had a phone where you could interact with people all the time. Yeah. So, like for me, going to a comic book store was like, "Oh, I can go talk to nerds about the stuff we both like." God, I want to go. I want to go to that arcade in Echo Park now because they have Medieval Madness. I mean, text one of your hoes and go to the arcade. Yeah, text a hoe. Text a hoe. Um, Who'd you have sex with in Bridgetown? Nobody. Come on, Nick. I haven't had sex in months. Fuck, get out there. Um, yeah, I just hung out with fucking all my friends, dude. It was a blast. Oh, okay, it was great. There was, I mean, it's like there's 60 comics up there. Yeah, everyone's wasted all day and night, and just having the best time of their life. It seems you're fun. being like there's shuttles and transportation that takes you everywhere. You don't oh, have to worry. Is? Yeah, oh, you don't right. have to worry about. And I mean, all the venues are close anyway. You can, I walk to most of them most of the time, but um, yeah, they're just like taking you everywhere you need to go and you're doing shows in front of awesome audiences and right. there's like good food all over the place and it's just like the and they, the whole hotel is rented out every room is comedians and it's attached to like this good diner and there's a venue underneath one of the main venues is so it's all right there so it's like a couple people refer to it as uh, summer camp for comedians and it very much felt that way that's how I f- that's how Montreal was yeah it's it's just so fun yeah yeah I loved it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, no, no sex. I did. I talked to, I know we're not going to get into it, but listen to Ari's, Ari Shafir's podcast. All right. Where that's what we did. It's just so if you guys are like, what the fuck do you, why, why not? I explained all of it on Ari's thing. And I talked about it some on David Taylor's until I lose interest podcast, but uh, Ari Shafir's skeptic tank. It's called Abstinic is the episode. That's what he named it. What a dick. Um, so yeah, we get into all that, like what, what is like hooking up when you're younger and like having sex and why it's good, why it's not, why it's this. Um, so we get into the whole thing. So if you guys are at all interested in, in that, um, a lot of people like that episode too. Like they were like, yeah, I feel the same way or like, is it weird to talk about? Right. But, um, but yeah, people have been like supportive and th- this is on the internet where most people are not supportive. You know? <laughs> hey, fuck you asshole. You know, for yeah. whatever reason. Um, so, but I mean, Ari's, Ari's listeners are always supportive every time I do it, but, um, so they're yeah. supportive of a disgusting drug addict. So it's not surprising. That's true. Yeah. If they can be supportive of that piece of shit, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're obviously very forgiving people. All right. <laughs> that they'd be into someone who's morally bankrupt as well as stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Which was the original name of his podcast. Yeah. <laughs> as morally bankrupt as we are stupid. Yeah. Um, well, that was good. That was a nostalgia trip episode. Yeah, I want to play video games now, but I know no it shit. <laughs> All right, that's it, you guys. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. I'm sure we left out some video games. Um, and if there is uh, a cool place online to play some of those, I know that Nintendo emulator one I found, but I'm sure there's better ones. Um, send those links our way. You know where to do it. You know how to do it. If not, nickyusef.com uh, or Twitter, or Instagram. Um, and figure it out from there. You're adults. Um, Treat it like a video game. Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye.